0: Brooks, you told us on a call this week that you expect Tiger to be in contention now on Sundays, but you said you don't fear him. Why not?
1: I mean, what's the point in fearing anybody? We're not going to, we're not fighting.
2: I mean, unless I was standing there and not prepared for a punch, I might be like, whoa. But other than that, I mean, we're not, he's not going to knock my teeth in, um, you know, he's not going
1: to, he's not going to hurt me. So what's there to be afraid of?
0: <laughs> here we go.
2: Wednesday, May 15, 2019. Thank you for downloading. And you are looking live at game one of the Eastern Conference Finals as the Milwaukee Bucks have just taken a three-point lead. We got seven minutes and change to go. And I'm going to attempt to do something here that it's either going to be great or it's going to suck. I'm going to call my man Ron Thomas right now. Big basketball aficionado to join me today on the late night Zabe Cast during the fourth quarter. Ronnie, hello, Steve. <laughs> we are uh, we're watching the game right now. You and I. I hope yes. you're in front of a TV with your phone right now. Of course
1: I am. Milwaukee just went are. up three. Middleton hit a three.
2: It's been a uh, it's been a long climb back for Milwaukee all game long. I think it has. I think Toronto could be in trouble. Kawhi Leonard has played all but like three minutes of this game, basically. So he has got to be completely gassed at this point.
1: Did you hear the statistic about the seven game series against Philadelphia? He no. Had 200, 243 points. For the seven-game series, which is the second most or the most for a seven-game series since Michael Jordan in 1993.
2: Holy shit! So the second most points in a 7 gamer
1: Yeah, well, no one's come. Yeah, he, has anyone have
2: has anyone had more points in a shorter than seven-game series? That, I couldn't tell you that. You wouldn't. But, you uh, wouldn't think,
1: right? No, you know, maybe like Kareem or something. I'm no I math. Mean, uh, I'm no I'm math, like Bill, like, I'm no yeah, math genius,
2: but right, exactly.
1: <laughs> or uh, you know, Kareem, Bill Walton, Russell, Bill Russell, one of those guys. Holy but, uh, shit! Middleton, another
2: three, know, Miritich this time. You know, yeah. so Lopez has had a bunch of threes this game. Uh, it's funny how you know the game of basketball now, Ronnie, and you're. You're a big basketball guy, you played in high school, you're very good. Uh, you refereed as well. you still play pickup basketball. It's just get the first best three you can. That's the game right now at the pro it level. Has. How it's
1: do you feel about so much. that? I well, I mean, I'd love to see the ball go through the post more like for instance, if Philadelphia, I think went through the post more, uh, they could have beat um, they could have beaten Toronto. You know what's funny? And if they had a point guard who could actually shoot the ball, that right. also hurt them, Ben Simmons. But you know, that's just the way the game Ooh, is. Brogdon Obviously, dunk know, on yeah, the break. And how about, how about Brogdon? That? Brogdon's tough. He's just coming back for uh He's been out injury, the last yeah. eight games, yeah. Yeah, Virginia UV, boy.
2: UVA guy, and he's got <laughs> yep. the Rick Fox hair going on right now. Yes,
1: he is... does. <laughs> which, is is which is something. Ninety six, ninety
2: one bucks right now as uh, yeah. the game is winding well, down. So let me hold my it. thought. No, no, no. So hold the, on. the
1: game, the yeah, okay. game, the the genesis of all of this. I don't know where it is because I don't remember so many big men. Such as a Lopez
2: shooting threes,
1: um, yeah, shooting threes. So it's well, just evolved, and it has so much to do with the the pick and pop. Obviously, if you're going right. to come out and set a screen, you're not rolling to the basket and getting you know the the perfect bounce pass roll to the basket. So why not pop?
2: I'll look it up right now, Ronnie. But I'm I'm going to pretty much bet before I even look this up, BasketballReference.com. I would bet that. Lopez's three-point shooting profile looks a lot like Al Horford in that he barely took any early in his career and then he learned how to shoot it and now he's shooting a rather high amount of them for a big man. Cuz yes. that's the evolution of the game, right?
1: Yep, that is the evolution and I was fortunate enough to watch uh Milwaukee play at the Wizards this year late in the season. They came to town on a Sunday and it was as impressive a display of basketball as I had seen in person. Total, and I knew it. Total God. team. And, total well, team. Just everything. Concept. Con- yeah. yeah. C- Connaughton, even. I mean, he just shows up out of nowhere. Brogdon was playing very well at the time. Middleton. And the great thing is, is, these are all guys through the draft. You know, they, Milwaukee built this team through the draft. Yeah. And I didn't know... Uh, there was you know, a, a couple purchases.
2: They al- they also shipped some guys away, like Thon Maker. They let yes. uh, they let Jabari Parker go uh, when it was his time for free agency. And he had spent a lot of time coming back from an injury. God, you know what, Ronnie? Fucking pretty good at this game. So, Lopez shot, starting his career in 08, the following total three-pointers for the year. Two, two, one, zero, one, one, ten, fourteen, and then suddenly, in his tenth season at age twenty-eight, he shot three hundred and eighty-seven threes. That's insane. That's totally insane. I I can't even believe that. That's crazy. Do you know how many threes he shot this year? Five hundred and twelve. Yeah, that's that's insane. Wait, in eighty-two games, is that possible? I don't think it is. But
1: no, that's I don't know. I don't see how that's possible. He did because he didn't shoot over. I'm looking six it up. A game? Did he six a game? Maybe. I think that's possible, so. Possible, I guess. Well, this is hey, this so is I, this I is what
2: you. this is what Budenholzer said. He wanted his bigs to be sh- th- shooting threes and he believed in it and you know uh Iris Ilyasova can really stroke it mm-hmm. the thing about lopez you look at the tightness of his rotation it's solid it's a solid three point shot it's not a jump shot cuz he's just getting up on his tippy toes but it doesn't matter cuz he's wide open yep Yep. I think I think that number's right 512. I'm going to I'm going to cross I believe reference it. Hey, it.
1: I have a question for you. Although I can't believe now.
2: 512. Go I know ahead.
1: I can't believe it. Either. I have a question for you with your Milwaukee ties and your yes. Wisconsin ties. Just how big of a uh, of a presence or a phenom is the Greek Freak up there?
2: Oh, I mean he's he's a god. He he was this player that fell into that team's lap and that 15th, market's 15th lap. pick. Fifteenth pick. And and you know why he lasted that long, right? I don't know. Well, he was only playing like third division basketball in uh Greece at the time. Okay. And he looked like this he was all legs and elbows and and skinny, 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 skinny. If you look up uh Giannis when he was coming out, you would have said it, it's sort of you know what it is, Ron? It's sort of like Tom Brady. It took somebody to see through a body that looked like a joke, yep, to see a badass. And And he
1: had only played a few years of organized basketball. I remember seeing the um, the sixty minutes, and all of a sudden, defensively, Milwaukee is swatting everything. See, is getting his shit eaten by everything. Oh, Lopez and George Hill, you know, is a good basketball player. I love is a.
2: I love George Hill.
1: He's a he was a good pacer. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of good things for them. He's an Indianapolis boy from Pike High School back home. Oh, and, uh, look
2: at you repping yeah, the Indy kids! I love yeah, it.
1: Yeah, now he's a good ball player, real good. Yeah.
2: So anyway, so, we'll keep it uh, on the game, ninety six, ninety one, right now, five forty to go. As I talk with my boy, Ron Thomas, um, <laughs> the TNT crew. I know you've got strong opinions about. I know you hate Weber. I don't how do hate you, anybody. Okay, you, you don't hate. Sorry,
1: I don't think that you, I, maybe he's evolving and he's becoming better. But not a fan I,
2: of Weber's commentary. How too do you feel? How do you contrived. feel about Reggie Miller?
1: Oh, I love Reggie. I think he's the. I think he's one of the best.
2: And that's not the Indiana Homer coming no, through. No, today, no, no, even no, though he's no, a no. California kid, but he no, played for the Pacers for all those yeah, years. Yeah, no, I. Okay. I,
1: I, I I love him for a lot of reasons, but I think he's really good, especially when he does college basketball. I think he's wonderful.
2: Yeah. That's what I, that's what I felt as well. Weber, Weber just sometimes says stuff that makes you say, wait, what?
1: Yeah. Yeah. How about Marv? Oh, he's the best. Okay. You you know, who's really good is as I was running up to CVS, which is why we're doing this call late today or tonight. Uh, on my way back, I had Hubie on in Kestrashire. I mean, I, Hubie, Hubie's uh, the best. I
2: sort of like... Yeah, like, I always thought Hubie was just a relic, and then I started listening more carefully to what he was saying, and I'm like, he's on point. Oh, everything he
1: says, Steve, is, is on point. I mean, that guy is literally an encyclopedia, uh, you know, not only from a standpoint of knowing the game, but he's lived the game. He's coached. Right. He coached the Knicks. He's done it all. He's coached them. He was a great basketball player. Um, I just, I love him. I think he's so good. Yeah.
2: Uh, do you have any thoughts on uh, the Western Finals and the game uh, last night where pretty much Steph Curry and Klay Thompson were allowed to shoot like it was a shoot-around?
1: Yep. Um, defensively, when when Golden State steps it up defensively, without Durant, mind you, um they did it last night but defensively what they did to Lillard last night Damian was brutal he was in a crowd everywhere he went he had to deal with a crowd it was like uh being in line at Chick-fil-a and trying to play basketball <laughs> you
2: know? Chick during uh during rush hour at lunch <laughs> yeah, right
1: yeah after the high local high school gets out because you know that's all the high school kids but I mean they were deflecting passes and uh And, and, you know, for Steph to do that, anybody who doesn't realize that Durant not on the floor has a huge impact in the way he plays the game. And I feel that, what do you have, 39 last night, I guess, or whatever? But he doesn't get 39 when Durant's on the floor.
2: The offense doesn't necessarily revolve around him as (laughs) much. And you know, ooh, big corner three by uh, Lowry uh, puts game tied now, 98 98, I I would love to know what Durant's really thinking because he is so sensitive and so needy, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and this team has not blinked since he's been out.
1: Yep, nor will they, nor will they because they – you know, this puts Draymond more in the picture too when Kevin's not there, and um, he's – you know, he's as as much – hype as as Draymond Green gets Draymond he is really good. He's, he's a, good when he you know, wants to be. He's also yeah, well, dirty
2: he, and he, right, he's right, a tons he's of good. shitty teammate he's, but He's right.
1: effective. He's effective. Right. You right. know, he was effective last night. He defended, he rebounded. You know, someone still has to rebound and someone still has to do the dirty work down below and he's just that guy and he just is so good at pissing off the opponents yeah and getting in their head so much but yeah my thoughts are um by the way
2: so the- you you feel I'm sorry to cut you off but no i'm just saying my thoughts are simple if golden state if golden state defends they can't be beat i think the the series is over basically i know it's ridiculous to say after one game but you know the math tightens up quickly when an underdog doesn't draw blood early because you say, well, now you got to what win four out of six games, yeah, without home court advantage against a warrior team that's better with with Durant or without it, just it's not going to happen. I don't think they so, will.
1: They'll win two. They'll win two. They'll get two at home. Okay, All I right. believe that, that. probably and the, the case. officiating may have something to do with that.
2: Right. So that would then, and here's what's crazy. So before the playoffs began the warriors were such heavy favorites according to vegas to win the title i think they were upside down like 1 to 3 mm-hmm. or 1 to 2 which is unheard of and you looked at it and say man there's a lot of reasons why you could say this might not happen this year their regular season record wasn't as good they were going to have to face the rockets most likely in the second round then you had the injury to durant it's almost like the odds makers, Ronnie, knew more than John Q. Public. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like they realized when these guys get their mind right and stop fucking around, nobody can beat them. Period. Yeah. Well, they have something to play for. Yeah. When you
1: when you know that you're you're at the end of the line, if you don't perform, I mean, right. it's not like they're going to Denver and they can lose in Denver and then maybe lose a back to back which rarely happens right. lose to San Antonio the next night, they know that they've got a three or four game homestand coming up and they're just going to dominate, but you know, they're playing for something yeah. and that is and, preservation of and, the, of the dynasty, if you yeah. will.
2: And we're, and we're still a long way from them winning it all. I know this is ridiculous. They've got to win this series against Portland. And then whoever comes out of the East here, uh, Toronto now up to 198, You're live continuing coverage here on the cast with 310 to go uh continues so let's talk pga championship okay begins tomorrow beth page you excited
1: i am excited i just it's so strange because i i've never looked at the weather so much Much. of a golf tournament that i'm not playing in (laughs) (laughs) I i didn't even know what to look up i did know to look up like Bethpage, New York, or Farmingdale, New York.
2: Ron, Ron, come on. Are are you not a man of the modern world? Do you not have a weather app?
1: No, that's what I'm saying. When I put, you still have to put it in. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. No, you still have to put it in. No, I look it up in the Farmer's Almanac and see what I can find. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's see. I'm going
2: to type it in right now. Bethpage, New York, isn't that where the course is? Bethpage. It's
1: in Farmingdale. Farmingdale, New York, 100 to 99. Giannis missed a free throw, down one. Oh, but anyway, the weather leading up, they, you know, I wanted to know what it was going to be like, but it looks like they're going to get Pretty good. 67,
2: 67 and sunny Thursday. 40% chance of storms Friday, high of 69. Sunny and 68 Saturday. 30% chance of rain on Sunday. About as good as you can get.
1: Yes, it is. Because that place cannot take any more water. I mean, of course, it could take more water, but these guys don't need that place any wetter than it is there. What's going to play More. at 7,450 par <sighs> 70, right?
2: And you know what? seven I'm,
1: seven 7,400 yards?
2: I predict this. Someone's shooting six under tomorrow. Easy. Because they're going to throw like, darts. The, the length won't bother these dudes. It's just going to be point-to-point golf. Someone's going to be dialed in. It's a super deep field. Greens will be probably a little slow. You know how now in the early season, and especially with all the rain we've got here in D.C., that there's so much grass growing on greens, they're just sticky.
1: Yeah, yes, I do know what you mean.
2: So yeah. I, I don't know how fast they can get these greens. What a game. Milwaukee now up one 101, 100, two minutes Look even Lopez.
1: to go. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Lopez just hit a three.
2: <laughs> look
1: at the fans. Look at the fans. They're going
2: look, at, look at Lopez blowing a kiss to the fans. 104 100 it right looked now. Like he was acting like
1: he was smoking, smoking a, a joint. joint. Yeah. He Maybe, was. Puff puff <laughs> pass.
2: That's his new move. Oh, and they're going crazy outside as they well. Are. Uh by the way, if if you're at a game and they give out free t shirts for a like a whiteout like they have tonight at the Bucks yeah. game. Do you wear the t-shirt over your clothes? Do you swap it out quickly or do you say I'm not wearing a t-shirt I wore clothes myself to the game? What's it, your answer? It,
1: it, well, knowing it's a whiteout going in, I wear my own version of a white shirt. I'm not going to wear okay. that 5050 Gildan. <laughs> That still has the screen printing is still hard. That's going to scratch your eye when you put it on. <laughs> <laughs> so no, don't I make, wear my own white don't, shirt.
2: Don't make me laugh so hard. It, it, it calls out the last bit of bronchitis deep, deep, deep in my chest. You son of a bitch. Yeah, yes, I know it, exactly what you're talking about. It's the itchy giveaway sweat t-shirt that costs three ninety five, maybe wholesale. And it'll—you put it on without washing it ten times—it'll itch you to the end of the end of the movie.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but it's like a jizz rag. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a podcast, man. Say anything you.
1: you want. The old jizz rag? You got—you can't wear that. It's <laughs> oh fresh. Jesus Christ! Okay,
2: I gotta sit okay. up now. All, All right. right, back to the PGA. So. <laughs>
1: How about the blonde sitting in the front row, by the way? Holy
2: shit. She's cow. all right, man.
1: She's all right. Funny how
2: the funny how the real attractive ones <laughs> always get in camera range, right?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. But a lot of them you can see their plastic surgery and then you're like, good from far, far from good, as my dad used to say. Oh, good Kawhi. From, good Kawhi, far, ju- far Kawhi
2: just good. got hammered on a drive, no call. How does he not they get that? They swallowed the whistles
1: though. The other how end they did, didn't. Blow
2: how does Kawhi it? not get that one, man? There was a ton of contact. Uh Giannis over the back, no call. They're now we got a the scrum. This is good. Jump ball. Jump ball. 104-100 Milwaukee leads, a buck twenty-four left in the game. So um uh, so, the so the PGA at Beth Page is going to be interesting because it's early in the year, totally different. It's going to be a bomber's. I mean, you got to favor one of the bombers, right? It's going to come down to Kepka, Tiger, DJ, Rory, Ricky, Day, Rom,
1: Penal, Phenal.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. anyone who can buy, carry it 300 has a chance, anyone who yes. can't doesn't, right?
1: Did we even mention Jason Day, or is he just out Day of the in lexicon? There. Oh, you did?
2: Okay. Yeah. Uh, but but, you, but you, you, you say Day is made out of tissue paper and duct tape. Oh, he is. Ooh, yeah, he Giannis just get, got his uh, pocket picked. Ooh, boy.
1: Danny Green. Nope. Oh,
2: North Carolina Kyle guy.
1: Lowry, he got fouled. They didn't call it. Wow. Um, Lopez just... is everywhere. He's all over the court. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, you'd have to be a bomber, you'd think, except for your man that you call the little meatball.
2: Oh yeah, Molinari. He's, There's yeah, no. I don't think he's
1: going to be around. He's I don't pretty think, long, though.
2: I don't think he can win at a place that long. Do you? You don't think
1: so? Well, he's just such a good ball striker, Steve. I know. He's such a good ball striker. I
2: um, know. he could.
1: You never know with these guys. Someone can get hot, like a Kevin Kisner, or someone. Wow. Can get hot because
2: okay, look at getting, this. I, point I know, three, point 0.3 on the shot clock. Bledsoe just got bailed out with a foul call. <laughs> With point oh, he, he three, yeah, he did Gasol get fouled. Gasol got
1: him on the, he got him on the shoulder. Yeah, Nick, it's a bad play by Gasol. Just leave your hands straight up. You don't need to come down on that.
2: Nick Nurse is uh, ap- apoplectic. I, first of all, I love any coach named Nick Nurse. It's a great name. Secondly, his mm-hmm. glasses—he just looks like a cartoon character
1: yes he does it, it's like uh who's that comedian that uh used to have his own show jim carrey was that his name or drew Carey?
2: drew Carey, yeah the
1: drew Carey show does yeah.
2: does prices right now
1: yes does it well actually
2: do you know what, what a,
1: it, i've always wondered how it would be to host that show do you really feel legitimate once you walk in there and if you're getting paid enough money i guess you'll host anything
2: but... dude do you know that's like one of the best jobs <laughs> In entertainment, here's why. In what way? Uh, I'm glad you're scoffing, Ronnie, because I'm, I'm tell you. I'm listening. I'm listening. Okay. I'll tell you why. Number okay. one, pays great money. Number two, they batch record a shitload of those episodes at once. I want to say he works one week out of the month.
1: Oh, you're kidding me.
2: He lives. Just... He lives in Palm Springs. He oh, plays wow. golf. All day, every day. It's it. the best job ever. Are you Are you reinventing the wheel? No. Are you becoming the most well known man in America? No. Who wants it? Who needs it? Yeah. And you're and I you're well liked because you're just a game show host. Oh, it's a yeah, great gig. I, He's smart. for It would be taken hard it.
1: for you, and it would be hard for me because we would have a very hard time not making fun of people underhandedly to their face and them not knowing that we are.
2: What, making uh, fun of to him the, being, yeah, to being the, the host? being to the
1: contestants. oh Because <laughs> <laughs> we have of a bar. Yeah, when they show up dressed up, and it's like, get a life, you know? Uh,
2: by the way, two free throws by Bledsoe puts the Bucks up eight now. 108-100, 28.6 to go. The game is essentially over, but guess what's not over? The spread. It was six, six and a half, Milwaukee. And now all of a sudden, if you were sitting on Toronto Plus all night, you're sweating bricks right now. Goddamn yep. gambling is unbelievable. It really is. What about is. you?
1: Did you play this?
2: No, I didn't. I I picked it on the air, which for me, Ron, is almost as good as putting money on it because then I can at oh, least yeah. you know brag about it. I told you I had that sure. side. I mean, I don't bet enough money to make a difference in my life, and if I did then I'd have a real problem and I'd say to myself, what are you doing? So I have an online account and I could put 20 or 40 bucks down, but if I win or lose, so what?
1: Yeah. Well, you know what I like about you? Many things, first of all, but the one thing is you like your money. You don't like to give your money away. You're not big <laughs> on, you're not big on doing that. I'm serious. Who, so when you lose, some people just don't give a shit, Steve. They, really? you know, they, yeah. The guys who just play every game,
0: you know, oh like right. You can't
1: play every game because you're gonna the obviously yeah. the odds are gonna get you, but some guys lose six, seven, eight hundred. Small you know, small to medium players, or so they can lose as much as twenty two hundred. How would you feel taking twenty two hundred in the old days to your guy and you know, then, you know it over. if you don't pay yeah, if you don't pay the twenty two hundred, you don't get to feed your Jones the next week, playing right. the games that you love. And you know, it's a slippery slope. Well, man.
2: usually, usually if you're betting with a man. He'll let you yeah. get 2200 underwater, extend your credit and then once he gets you 10 grand underwater, that's when he starts to break you over his knee. That's when he starts to yeah. really leverage you. And that's the that's how it is with bookies. By the way, I want to talk gambling for a second because so many of, you know, my buddies and especially the guys up in Wisconsin, they like to gamble on not only golf but various other things. Mm-hmm. I was pl- I played golf at this course called Hidden Glen. It is a Ready for this? P. B. Die design. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> You're like, oh no, okay.
1: the redheaded and stepchild.
2: Right, but they, uh, but basically, they we were in the clubhouse having lunch afterwards, and they showed me the pock marks on the tables, like little, little indentations, and they said, "See this? This is from all the games of dice." That are played for big money in the clubhouse. I think the game is called like Egyptian or something like that. Some dice game in the clubhouse. Now you've been around a lot of private golf clubs. You know, big time gambling happens both around golf on the golf course and in the clubhouse after the round.
1: Right, usually in a card room. Were you in like a card room, a private room? Or no, this was uh, just, this was like the in grill. the dine. Dy-
2: well, it's the grill yeah. area that it was the grill area that blended into the locker room, so it was one of those types of clubhouses. Okay,
1: houses. okay. Well, uh, there was a Calcutta that may have occurred tonight that I chose after our last discussion, or after what we've discussed about how it ruined my masters.
2: Did you do uh, one for the cho- PGA? No,
1: I chose I, I. My son Winston had a. Um, Baseball game. Then we went straight from there to a basketball tryout, a travel league tryout, travel team tryout. And so I didn't make the Calcutta, and I feel good about that. I, that I didn't. Well, I'm actually going to be able to, you know, I'm going to be able to enjoy the the golf tournament.
2: But you know, and, the, the PGA is uh, not nearly as special as the Masters. I think the PGA is kind of the one you want to have a Calcutta on. Then make yeah. it makes it more interesting. But yeah. Uh, and of course, free. Toronto just missed a free throw. Uh, down eight, spread is six and a half, 23 seconds left. Uh, Kawhi has been held at two points in the fourth. Out of gas.
1: Yeah. Hey, how do you think CBS is going to do with this coverage this year? Are they going to, I mean, can we just not have so much Amanda, Tony or whatever her name is?
2: <laughs> Amanda just,
1: Balionis? Yes, too much. We I don't know. care about that after that post-round interview. We don't care. I it's know. not show us golf. I don't need to hear and hear your stats and look at this and tell us about this. I, you know, the thing that you and I have always said about CBS covering a major championship is that their coverage, their production mimics exactly what they've done at the Memphis St. Jude classic for 20 years, well, you know, or any tournament it's Hartford. They don't change anything and you still have to listen to your boy McCord. And it doesn't have the major feel. It's better on TNT, if you ask me. There's some about, yeah.
2: Yeah, well, and here's the thing: the PGA of America, as you know, and that's a final, everybody. Milwaukee 108, Toronto 100, and the Bucks escape, stubbing their toe right out of the gate in Game One against the Toronto Raptors. I, it's a good win for Milwaukee. They finally found it. I do think, though, there's some cause for concern because I, I think Toronto's got a handle on how they want to play Giannis. And they threw up that wall early on, making him a passer, making him a passer. I don't know how long they can keep doing that, but I think they feel like they've got a handle on how they want to play him. So we'll see. Okay.
1: Well, comment on that. How did, um, I believe Toronto had 59 at half. How about yeah. a 41 point half, they held them to. That's how you win championships. Yeah. Well, defensively,
2: they, period. They, yeah. They really they played a lot of tempo in the first half. Toronto did. They got out on runs and got early looks. And second half. They made 10 half, threes. Yeah, they made 10 threes. And then, of course, second half, uh, Milwaukee ground them down. They kind of slowed the tempo down and they got physical. And. Got the game done, and thank God that Brooke Lopez hit so many threes, because otherwise they would have been yep. a big trouble. And I'm,
1: and I'm sure there were some nerves involved. This is a big deal for mm-hmm. Milwaukee. It's a big deal, and yeah. you're going to be nervous, period.
2: Yeah. Okay, so back to CBS and their coverage of the yes. PGA. Here's the problem. The PGA of America, as you know, lards up the broadcast with commercials. And so the PGA of America could dictate to CBS not so many commercials, but they don't do that. And so CBS runs wild with it. It's not like the Masters that has limited commercials. I believe people used to chart just how many commercials the PGA Championship had as a major compared to the others, and it was off the charts. So I don't know if they've dialed that back just yet, but they should because if you want to be a major, you can't look and feel, like you said, like the FedEx St. Jude Classic.
1: Yep. And my guess is that it will not be any different this year than it has been in the past.
2: Mm, boy. One good thing but is I, that the CBS used to ta- – and maybe this was a PGA of America thing. Remember when they used to call this Glory's Last Shot? Yes, I do remember. Because it was the last major. Well, they can't say that now because it's the second major.
1: Hey, are they Stupid-ass building slogan? something? Are they building something right next to Milwaukee Stadium? It looked like there was a big lot there on the aerial shot they just showed.
2: No, they that's the old uh arena. Oh, okay. Yeah, they knocked the old place down, the Bradley Center. And they haven't yet hauled away all the rubble just yet. Gotcha. Gotcha. So all right. So I want to talk Brooks Kepka for a second. I'm becoming a huge fan, actually. In part because I think he's found his inner bad guy persona, and he's not a bad guy, but he is finally realized that just quietly going about his business isn't going to get him shit in terms of respect or attention. So he's starting to speak up just a bit. Did you hear him explain why he thinks winning a major is easier than maybe other tournaments?
1: I did. He broke down the players. You've got so-and-so number of players. This many have no shot then of these guys this certain many are going to be nervous so i only have to beat what 10 guys <laughs> how how great was that yeah i don't even you know didn't like that of. i just think that he's i don't think he thinks enough before he <laughs> talks and that's why he doesn't talk a lot
2: you it's know a bad boy I, man
1: he, he said some stuff already that he's has a...
2: alienated a few people from uh, you know, a few guys on tour. I, You're not a fan. I, Interesting. I'm becoming a fan because I think he's like, like tonight they showed, they they ran a feature on uh, on live from on Golf Channel. Mm-hmm. They decided someone, some producer said, hmm, he's looking at his rundown. He's like. We have Tiger chasing Jack's major record in seven of our eight blocks of tonight's show. What can we do to maybe break it up? Okay, we'll do a Brooks Kepka feature. By the way, I know Tiger's the story, but for yeah. fuck's sake, it's it's ten it's nine out of every ten minutes. I know. It's too it's much. It's typical.
1: It's typical. It is the they think they're feeding the masses what they want but see the golfing audience is tuned into the golf channel for a reason because they're golf fans for the most part and people who understand the game don't want to be bombarded with tiger woods all the time yeah i don't it's they 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 want to feed us mcdonald's and we want five guys every once in a while i don't want the same shit right. coming at me over and over. I know enough about Tiger. I know the state of his game. But yeah. they show the press conference over and
2: over. Because you know what it is? It, it was no new ground on Tiger, and it wasn't even interesting. I'm, I'm watching the coverage on left TV while I'm watching the, the basketball pregame, and they, they stayed on Tiger's Pursuit of Jack for almost like 10 minutes. And I said to myself, because I wasn't listening to what they were saying, I didn't have the audio on it, I thought to myself... What could they be saying for ten straight minutes? Yep, I like, know. Hit it and hit it and quit it. Let's move I on know. here. So anyway, how about about, how about Kepka about Kepka, someone... about Kepka okay, real ahead, quick. So the, the feature on him was very interesting because they interviewed his mom, and it, his parents are pretty clearly divorced because it wasn't Mrs. Kepka, it was whatever her name is now or maiden name. Right. She's apparently a TV reporter. So she was very well-spoken, and she talked about how when she knew that Brooks was really serious about the game of golf. But Brooks himself said something last year at the U.S. Open at Shinnecock pissed him off and motivated him to go on and win the thing. Do you know what that was? No. End of the first round, he shoots five over. He, He gets introduced at the podium. By the assistant for the USGA, some one of the PR gals. Okay. All right. Brooks Kepka, five over par, uh, and then he walks up on the podium. There was no media members there. He oh, was not asked things? a single question. And oh, so they showed man. the clip of him standing there for a few seconds, looking around and saying, Okay, that's it, great. And he steps off the stage and he thought, I'm the defending champ. <laughs> Can you believe that? Uh, well, it was personality, me- yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, mean, he- I See, now, I consider that media malpractice. I really do. It's inconceivable the defending U.S. Open champ, who also won the PGA Championship, although he didn't win it until after the USGA, but whatever. The, he, the defending U.S. Open champ, and nobody came to talk to him.
1: But Steve... There aren't people like you and I, you and me, that are covering the game. If, if there were people like when you and I hun- who understand. Ron, of reporters. These aren't guys who have played golf, and half of them suck. Okay. And ha- more than half of them suck, and they're shallow, and they write dog shit stuff. <laughs> they don't want to get into – because they think they need to follow what sells and write what sells i'm sure they
2: were i'm sure they were all out sniffing tigers farts
1: exactly instead of getting there and you you would have thought hey
2: you know what kepka's coming in i'm gonna go in there i might
1: be the only guy in there (laughs) hey steve why don't you come with me let's go ask this guy some neat questions like first question (laughs) hey brooks how do you feel that (laughs) <laughs> Steve Zabin and I are the only guys that are in here right now. <laughs> hey, well,
2: hey, Brooks, <laughs> since no one's here to ask you questions, you want to go get a lift in together?
1: <laughs> but you know what I mean? I mean, I it's just, the people don't get it, Steve, uh, across all the mediums. They don't get it. They don't know what the consumer wants. They think we're a bunch of dummies. Yeah. So, you know, the hardest thing I think for being a professional athlete right now, if I were a professional, I think the hardest thing would be to keep from feeling that I'm getting slighted. You know, you can't help but have a chip on your shoulder when you look, if you were to watch television oh, yeah. and just see the constant minutiae, the bullshit of the same stuff over and over. And you think, you know what, I want to go out and beat that guy's brains today yeah. on the course, because I. First of all, I think I'm better than him. I know I could beat his ass, and everybody's sucking see, him off all the time. See, this is and,
2: why this is why I'm surprised you weren't more in tune with his quote about, yeah, eighty guys can't win. Another forty won't play well. Of the forty that are left, half of them will get nervous. So I only have to beat twenty guys. I thought you'd be into that. I thought you'd no, be I, like,
1: yeah, I, that's no, great. I, I think it's interesting. Okay. I, I just I think he got to be careful when you do speak so little. And so rarely, I think you got to be careful about saying, well, 80 guys can't win or half of them can't win this and that.
2: I'd take offense to that. Here's the thing though, about, uh, where I'll say, I think he gets a bad rap. His, his boy, Dustin Johnson is every bit as boring. Only he's more stupid on top of being boring. (laughs) DJ, DJ is no dynamo when it comes to the quote room for the media. So does anyone do, do people bash DJ as much as they do Kepka? No, I don't think they do. So mm. I'm I'm caping up for Kepka. I'm 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 becoming a, a a Brooks fanatic. It's pretty pathetic. And then he'll do something and I'll be like, okay, I'm off that guy.
1: Oh, he'll uh, do something. He'll he will do something. He'll say something, he'll do something. Don't worry about that.
2: All right. So <laughs> just to wrap up here tonight, because you gotta go to yes. bed, I gotta go to bed. Bucks have won one nothing in the series against the Raptors. Um, here's the th- you know what the next big accessory item is going to be in golf shops uh for golfers and it's not a ball it's not a club it's not something you wear it's not a piece of technology I was in golfdom today with our friend buddy Christensen the owner of the store he said CBD oil is the next big thing this is what Phil has been seen dropping under his tongue during a round. Yep. Some say that Tiger was chewing CBD gum. It they own a
1: business together, you know. Mickelson and they are investors in a humongous operation, early investors in a CBD company.
2: No and way. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Early investors and so the, big investors.
2: So the word is that CBD oil, which is cannabidi, di oil, whatever you yes. call it. Is yeah. the essence of, of course, you know, uh, it's the medicinal core of marijuana without the stuff that gets you high. Right. And so they're saying it has all kinds of wonderful side effects and benefits, uh, you know, easing arthritis as well as concentration and calming influences.
1: Yes, it relieves anxiety. All right, it, it, they it per- diminishes they, anxiety. The, have you tried it? No, 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 I haven't. Do you, but
2: do you, be, do you believe it?
1: Oh, sure. I mean, it's it's been around for thousands upon thousands of years. You know, I not in a refined state that it I is know. now, but, I, know, know, I'm, but it's,
2: I'm open I mean, to the I'm open to the medicinal benefits of CBD oil. However, I also know that a lot of times people think things do things for them, and they don't. It's like a yeah. placebo effect. Because remember, when the when this country was founded, and we're traveling back and forth in covered wagons from one carnival to another, what yes. other what oil was being sold back then? Snake. Snake. Well, this so this is could different. just be a modern. Let, this could be let, different.
1: Let me give you two things I'd like to say. One, my wife and I and my son, we. Uh, Live with my in-laws. My father-in-law has Parkinson's. They live with us. My father-in-law has Parkinson's and my mother-in-law has multiple sclerosis. What the CBD oil has done for my mother-in-law is nothing short of miraculous.
2: That's wonderful.
1: It, It has changed her life.
2: Well, you should have should have led with that, and I wouldn't have called it snake oil. No, 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 no. It's okay.
1: okay. How you would never know that you're just use <laughs> you're you know you're being devil's advocate. What you're good at. I'm you using
2: my skeptical decision. brain. That's yes. All.
1: The second thing is is I believe the man I'm talking to has rheumatoid arthritis. Yes, I do. Not? Yes. yes. So this is something that you're probably. I should. Out. I should yes. be taking it. Yes.
2: Where's my um, snake oil?
1: Well, no. Well, I mean,
2: c- r- CBD oil. Where do Steve, I get what, it? Where is it legal?
1: Oh, it's legal everywhere. CBD oil has not one bit of THC in okay. it. Okay. You can get the THC oil, but you don't want that. You don't need that.
2: Maybe you for the weekend this... I want
1: it. Well, that's not your style. It'll <laughs> make you eat more, and you don't, need to, you don't want to do that. Hey, 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 hey.
2: hey.
1: <laughs> no, I didn't be like that. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't. I'll... So you're going to Pinehurst next week.
2: Without you, and that's a great disappointment, but that's my fault because you go to Indiana for the Indy 500 next week. We are going to talk next week, you and I on this podcast about the Indy 500. We're going to try to get on. Who is it that someone recommended we get on
1: Doug Bowles, the president of the Indianapolis motor speedway.
2: Okay. So, So yeah, I'd
1: like to do that. That'd be great. You know, a lot of your folks, your big listeners up in Milwaukee, I've, I've talked to you about this, and I've been on the air with the guys Doug and Brian, or whatever their names are up there. I can't remember, but Milwaukee is the one of the epicenters of open wheel racing in this country. Yeah. Always has been the yeah. Milwaukee Mile at the yeah. State Fairgrounds was just a terrific right. place. We'll talk right. open.
2: We'll talk open wheel racing next week, and of okay. course, the granddaddy of them all, the Indianapolis Five Hundred. When yes, do you sir. leave for Indy? What day? I leave I leave Wednesday. All right, we'll record before Wednesday then. All right.
1: I will and then hey, quickly then this weekend I get to go down and see Bob Seeger on Saturday at Virginia Beach and I'm playing two rounds of golf while I'm down there, but I'm looking forward to that. I'll give you a give a, us a uh, give
2: us a report next week. I
1: will. I will. All right. I'll All right, Ronnie. Right, Thanks, buddy. See you. Thank you, you bud. Bye bye. All
2: right, that'll do it for us tonight. I don't know how this one came off. Might have been kind of annoying us watching the Bucks game together. Might have been kind of interesting. Who knows? It just is what it is, as the athletes like to say, until I figure out this production schedule. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening to the ZabeCast. Thank you for your patience. Have yourself a great night. Now get to bed, and we will see you next time.